0: What do retired superheroes, the apocalypse, and talking monkeys have in common? All this and more coming up on this episode of Lasers and Lockets, the podcast all about strong and complex female characters in science fiction and fantasy entertainment. Whoa, that is a sentence. (laughs) This is episode 27. Welcome back to the show. I'm Lee, your friendly neighborhood host. We've got an interesting one for you tonight, but first, here's some randomly nerdy news you can use. News. If you haven't had a chance yet to see Aladdin, I was pleasantly surprised. I really enjoyed it and I found Princess Jasmine to be a great, strong character for future generations to look up to. Original Aladdin's version of Princess Jasmine was also a strong female character, and I was glad to see that trend continue. Netflix released a Stranger Things Season 3 trailer, and it is straight fire. Is that something that hip kids still say? Well, now that I hear myself say it, I probably would go with no, or maybe it's too hip for me to say. Anywho, it's exciting, and the new season looks awesome. I'll link you the trailer and some great little article about it in the show notes. Sci-Fi Wire has a great article about the line of new DC graphic novels for young adult audiences and children. And there are going to be some great familiar characters, including Catwoman, Zatanna, and other lesser-known heroes, I'm very intrigued by the Oracle Code, for one. Um, DC will be publishing children's stories under the new DC Kids um, brand for ages 8 to 13, and ages 13 and up will find their stories published under the main DC title. The link to the Sci-Fi Wire story is in the show notes. On with the show! Tonight's episode is about the Netflix original series Umbrella Academy. This series is based on a series of comics. Wow, that's a lot of saying the word series. (laughs) Anyway, based on the comics by uh, the same name published by Dark Horse Comics. It follows a group of adopted sibling superheroes who were raised by an eccentric and mostly terrible millionaire, Reginald Hargreaves. After retiring from superhero life and growing up, they join forces once again when their father dies. There's also a threat of an impending apocalypse to up the ante. To say the family dynamics are dysfunctional is putting it lightly. Reginald, their father, treats them all as an experiment and gave them number designations instead of names. Eventually, their robot mother Grace gives them real names. Their upbringing was anything but ordinary. I'm forewarning you, this series explores some pretty difficult topics, including possible abuse, torture, experimentation on children, addiction, and several other difficult things. While it does deal with darkness, it also has a lot of lightness and humor. They are an eccentric group of humans, to be certain. The weirdness of the series is such a fascinating marriage with the running storylines throughout, one of my favorite moments is actually in the pilot episode when Luther puts on a dance record and you see the camera pull back as the house is cut basically into kind of what it would look like as a dollhouse. And you can see that all the siblings are dancing in their respective areas. It shows the uniqueness of each individual and their collective experiences all at the same time. It's kind of an interesting foreshadowing of, um, and also just a shadow, of what occurred in their past and also what will occur in their future. It's a smart series to be sure. An interesting tidbit that I noted about the Umbrella Academy, and I've seen others make the same connection, is that they were all of the zodiac sign Libra, This is of note because it's the only sign that isn't humanoid or animal, as far as I know. It's an object. And that's exactly how Reginald treated them. He used them as tools, things to be used and discarded. It's a little bit more complex than that as the series goes on, but that's essentially what happens with them when they're children. While the vast majority of the cast is male, there are a couple of notable female characters to discuss. Vanya Hargreaves, or number 7, and Allison Hargreaves, or number 3. There are others, but you don't see much development with them through the course of the season. I suspect you'll see probably more of it in the next season, hopefully. However, I really wanted to dive into Vanya and Allison tonight, because I found them super fascinating. As always, I'll try to keep it as light on spoilers as I can, but there is some mild spoilage that may occur. You're forewarned. Let's discuss Allison first. Allison, or number three, as her father has designated her, has grown up to be a movie star. She's one of the first ones you're introduced to in the pilot episode. You learn early on that her power is rumors. Whatever rumor she starts comes true. You can see how that might be a terrible burden to hold, but also a super fascinating power. I could also see how it could be beneficial and get out of hand quickly at the same time. Allison struggles because everything she's received up to this point isn't really real because she's used her rumor power to get whatever she wanted throughout her life. It's an interesting thing to look at because she admits that she used it to control her father, people around her, jobs etc. And it's interesting to watch her realization of this and the fact that nothing in her life is real. She doesn't know whether she has been always controlling other people or if she actually has real relationships with people. I love that as she realizes this, she attempts to forge forward with a little bit more of an authentic life. Allison is divorced, and she has a little daughter named Claire, who she lost custody of because she used her powers of control on her to control her behavior. Because of this, Allison tries to avoid using her powers if at all possible. She knows how dangerous they are and how how easy it is to manipulate others in situations. Allison and her relationship with her adopted siblings is rather strained, likely because of her powers and her desire to kind of separate herself from them. She seems to have been closest with Luther, having romantic feelings for him, but the others have all grown apart. Trump, they're traumatized by the torture and experiences they endured at the hands of their father and also the desire to be separate. Um, All growing up, they had been this close knit group of people, but in their desire to become individuals, they all kind of separated out throughout the course of the season one. uh, She attempts to repair her friendship and sisterhood with Vanya to some extent. um, And in spite of that, she is protective and tries to help her not be taken advantage of. Allison believes that Vanya needs protection and she wants to help her. Allison has a huge heart and compassion for others. She is one of the least sociopathic ones on the series. Perhaps it's because of the constant deception that she lived with in her past. Perhaps it's because of what she lived through as a child. But of all the Umbrella Academy, she strives to be the most normal, I'd think. She feels regret and wants to be a better person. As you know, I love a good redemption story, and Allison's story shows an interesting progression in that fashion. Let's dive into Vanya now. Vanya is played by Ellen Page. You'll know her from Juno, The X-Men, various other movies. I have a hard time of thinking her of her in any other role than Juno, but she does a great job of playing a troubled young adult, and she's played it several times. I can't say that Vanya's character is one that you love, but I love that Ellen plays her so fantastically. Vanya, or number seven as Reginald Hargreaves called her, was born on the same day as the other Umbrella Academy children, but she appears to have no powers, and Hargreaves keeps her separate from the other children. She helps him track and watch the children as they grow up. The others are visibly angry and untrusting of her when they join back up at the Academy after Reginald's death. See, she wrote a tell-all book about the lives of the Umbrella Academy, And it caused quite a stir. Pogo, the talking monkey, is the only one, or I should say one of the only ones who shows compassion for her when she comes back to the academy, as does Mother, the robot nanny Reginald built to take care of the children. Because Vanya was kept separate from the other children, she was ostracized and made to feel like she was a lesser person. In fact, oh, I probably shouldn't tell you that part. Never mind. I'll hold that one. You should just watch the series for that. Um, Anyway, she is made to feel like she's a lesser person, either by nature or by nurture. Hint, it's both. (laughs) It makes her untrusting of herself and her own abilities uh, to be a contributing member of society. She plays the violin beautifully, but doesn't trust that she can be anything more than a third chair. She's always in the shadow of greatness, but never quite in the spotlight. Vanya lives a mostly normal life, with a quaint little apartment where she teaches violin lessons. She carries the trauma from her childhood and seems too trusting because she deeply desires for someone to love her and to be loved by someone else. Although her family is angry with her, she still tries to repair the relationships with them. Perhaps it's because she wants to belong. Perhaps because she believes it was only her father that kept them apart. I think it's a little bit of both, but I'd be interested to hear what you think. Vanya meets a mysterious man, Leonard, who signs up for violin lessons with her. I don't want to spoil too much about that storyline, but let's just say that Vanya quickly becomes the most fascinating character on the series as the season progresses. While I haven't yet read the comic books, I understand that her transformation in the books is much more dramatic than the series, but no less heartbreaking. Vanya was kept under the influence of antidepressants or mood-altering medications to even out her temper and her mood for most of her life. This is a deeply important factor, and something to keep in mind as it seems to play into her constant feelings of inadequacy and that she's a lesser person. She's kept flat emotionally her whole life until Leonard disposes of her pills and they get out of her system. Then you start to see the Vanya who was suppressed, for good or for bad. There's actually an interesting foreshadowing about Vanya in episode one. After you watch the first season, go back to episode one and watch it again. You'll likely catch it. I'll just leave that little tidbit there, and I love when series provide little things like that for viewers to catch. Perhaps that is one of the best things that Umbrella Academy does. The series is nuanced and requires attention. For those who pay close attention, there are always little details to reward you. At the same time, this series does try to pack too much information and details and flashbacks into the last couple of episodes of the season. More of the details and nuances could have been sprinkled throughout the series to keep up the pace instead of being jammed into the last couple of episodes. There's just a lot to unpack there. I think that's the only complaint I have about the series is the pace of it. This leads me to the recommendations for this episode, gentle listeners. If you're looking for a great superhero series that develops the characters better than most, has humor and darkness and heart, you'll definitely find it in the Umbrella Academy. Again, it does deal with some difficult topics that could be triggering to some. I found it to be an engaging watch and one where the hour flew by while I was watching it. This leads us on to the question of the episode. When did you realize what Vanya really was? I'm excited to see your answers. Tweet them to me at laserslockets or join us over on our Discord. The link will be in the show notes. And that's it for this episode of Lasers and Lockets. Short and sweet. We'll see you back here in two weeks. Until then, join Luther, Allison, Diego, Vanya, Klaus, Ben, and number five while they try to avert the apocalypse or cause it. Who knows? Get your nerd on and be awesome. All right.